The Dive, a magazine for poetry, philosophy, and religion. Brought to you by the Culture and Anarchy Podcast. And so, with diligent hands and good intent, we set down our dial on the earth. We wish it may resemble that instrument and its celebrated happiness. That of measuring no hours but those of sunshine. Let it be one cheerful, rational voice amidst the din of mourners and polemics. The dial. Or to abide by our chosen image. Let it be such a dial, not as the dead face of a clock. Hardly even such as the gnomon in a garden. But rather, such a dial as is the garden itself. In whose leaves and flowers and fruits... The suddenly awakened sleeper is instantly apprised not what part of dead time, what state of life and growth is now arrived and arriving. Ralph Waldo Emerson, 1841. Cilicians From the Book of Caesar Part the First By Morgan A. Brown Despair! The Corsairs cry. Ho, ship! Who's this thine craft? Why fly thou thus? is mocked the Roman sail with insolence, and a single figure, lone, dares to rebut. Thy master, knave, commands this helm! But Caesar hath no power in Sulla's realm. Trim the sails and lash the tiller straight! The corsair's bark elicits due command. Ha-ha! <laughs> Julius, my liege, give up the chase! Thou shalt not ruse our vessel on that raft! <laughs> Twere better seasoned driftwood washed ashore than that poor wreck which thou sittest aboard! Isaac the Jew sweeps up the foredeck's perch behind the painted prow, his glaive in hand. He lustily awaits the closing berth to vault aboard the flamen's lazing craft, the winds soon tired and drooped the princely sails. Yolus sleeps, Caesar to small avail. The golden mast gleams brighter towards his bark, the purple sails full swollen with pompous air. Cornelius insults brave Caesar. Hark! Hail Caesar! Men, port tack to Rome's young heir! With scent of saffron, overbearing breath, the beaked cruiser closes in with stealth. Arms a-glitter, Caesar's craft prepares. Cornelius awaits the lictor's cries. The Caesar's passions, by no shame impaired, retire behind an artifice of pride. No blood by Jove, Caesar humbly subdued. Surrender now, shame later disabuse. Is this the merriest threefold reviled? Cornelius rings round in hooping dance. The Sabine sheltered, Sulla scorned exile. 
I tripped thou wert a greater style of man. Here thou rule o'er three cowards and a slave. How dreamest thou to escape Sola's domain? The Caesar stands stock still, unmoved at heart. Takes insult as a compliment in veil. Lash Caesar to the mast. Dispatch two guards to gather ransom for this worthless bale. What of the slave? Demands a scarred corsair. Bind him forthwith. One praetor take for tears. Two hounds of ransom jet through dwindling day. Knowst thou whom thou dost wind in coils of hemp? In insects, lictor questions in dismay. My liege! The Corsair cries with reverence. He smites his thighs and shuffles to his knees, scraping with shows of feigned humility. The lictor's taken by the Corsair's wit. Forgives where e'er he swore he would avenge. My lord! The Corsair whispers with a lisp. Twere but a game. Pray, let us make amends. He leads the lictor towards the silver oars and drapes him in a tawdry purple robe. My liege, by Sola paid, we sought thy lord, but little thought how best a hostic priest. The flamen's name alone begs better board. Pray, let us restore order to these seas. A proper robe as triarch of my rogues and on thy rough-shod feet these Roman brogues. The lictor dons the rope, a cunning tease. Now, please, detain no more beyond thy way. The corsair offers up the open seas. The lictor fights, yet cast into the waves, he founders, pulled beneath by sprawling robes. Large bubbles surface aft as on they row. Three nights afloat, the captive Caesar bears abuse by gap-toothed indigents and thieves. His slave protests, invoking Jove's despair. Stand off, ye cowards! Grant him his release! Take thou my life to see Diala safe! No fairer master had a wretched slave. At night, the slave attends his master's wounds. Without despite, he shuns the corsair's jibes. Renounce this priest and join my footloose crew. Mithras well pays, more than this flamen's lies. The slave, nodding towards Caesar, bound in strife, denays. Without such grandeur, what is life? The hounds of ransom finally deploy, and gain the hemispheric line by day. What was the price that Sola thou employed? Two talents and a bowl the caitiff paid. At that alone did Caesar's humor blanch. We'll give thee five if Caesar thou dispatch. The beggar's purse is ransomed to the thieves, and Caesar to his safety is conveyed. 
the Corsair would unfurl the mainmast sheets. But Caesar, how much for yon faithful slave? The Corsair, saffron reeking, strokes his chin. A talent? Nay, quoth Caesar, yielding ten. Converging ships now part, sundered in twain. Caesar resumes a life of dodge and ruse, and still attends with faith the gentle slave, awed by the grandeur of the Roman youth. Dialis, begs the slave to men of worth, ransom my life with twice what Jove's priest earned. Night lurks upon the ship and quiet reigns, Brave Caesar ponders o'er the guiltless stars. Lurking astern, ponders the faithful slave upon that interstellar Roman heart. The humble seed alone doth deign to raise the towering Cedrus crown above the range. An Ode to President Trump November 9th, 2016 By John Gow Listen, my children. Your heartbeat will thump at the savagery untethered by President Trump, who pointed the rapist the path back to hell and cast with his toupee one ultimate spell on women to a thirst from being grabbed by a star unrelenting, who puckered, who dabbed, who'll keep gold star goat humpers stuck in Iraq, who'll give Vietnam wusses a hard, solid thwack for losing. <laughs> They're losers for having been caught, then drinking and drinking on board their own yacht to make sure they're plastered before saying a speech that every three minutes, the fact-checkers breach, as drug dealers breach past the Mexican wall that's absent but ought to be 50 feet tall and 50 feet burgeoning down underground to lock up that Hillary, spat on, uncrowned, unloved, and she knows it. From leaving this pit where Adam Smith's common sense buckles unwrit. And statements and promises bluster like fads worth less than those Trump University pads. A jail called America. Greatened by Trump. 
12 articles missing and found in the dump. Archery Season by Jack Perry The last hunter who crept through these woods never saw the buck on his back trail. You never do in your ever-forward quest, your vision so keen, so sharp. Every barbule and every fletching becomes brilliant. You smell every stone in its splendor as they squat in contemplation of predators. But each hunter, worth his salt, knows the deepest mystery of all. The earth drinks blood. But this is not a terrible thing to be feared. This is a sacred act you approach with reverence. Head bowed, weapon grounded. It is never changing, never born, never dying, Never coming, never going, never static. There is no fear, for there is nothing to be feared. Nor is there an end of moon-determined rituals. An endless cycle of forms changing forms. This buck becomes me one day. I become the earth, carried in her womb, born in endless lifetimes. A hunter. Quiet Ignis Interdictio From the Book of Caesar Part the Second By Morgan A. Brown The Mulberry King The decaying blossoms white The dwarf sprung trunk The leafing crown The barrel eyes The wanton passions The manly loves The rain the waving fist blood-stained. Blast Caesar! Bring that braggart to his knees! Swear fealty, cheat, lie, propitiate! 
if needs be blaspheme. Cursed libation pours by the spurs of Taurus. Wage salicious whores. Hunt Jove's priests across the teeming main, and let no knight twice set o'er his bare head the stars resplendent, ere he take to wing whilst vengeance nips his tattered woolen cloak. Heels shall kennel his vacant bed. Above disheveled hair, no stately point shall rest, and all the weight of nothing shall preside upon the Kurul chair. Be gone, ye fiends. Bring me Dialis. Fate reward ye well. I'll drag the cur in bonds up to the roof, and to the streets commit his mangled course. See if the god shall weep to bleed away his stain on Rome. Fetch me the sacred knave. The mulberry tyrant, the splotched and milky hue, the crimson cheeks, the bulging barrel eyes, the ransom rewards for a Caesar chained. Cicero coursed for his death, and Cato resolved. Dialis, with Nicomedes and his slave, subdued his outrage, and Cicero absolved. In the deep of night, to Bithynia he sailed. In the deep of night, by pirates was assailed. The sailors bound the Caesar thick in chain. Again despaired the faithful slave. Again was tethered to the golden mast, by the silver oars, by the violet sails. Again the insolence, again bombast. Name Amnesia by Troy Camplin. The names, they come and go. We label men and women well before we know them. Known, the name forgotten. I would need a pen to pin it down on paper scraps, then thrown down to the ground, up to the wind they're strewn. Perhaps as scrap will soon return. But when? My name Amnesia's only ever grown. I recognize you, don't know where it's been. Sea turtle names are easy. Names of sharks and orchids spring to mind with awesome ease. I'll tell you who or what I've read and show my knowledge. Meaning, memory, embarks on nothing but well-traveled trails. But please, don't ask me for your name. I do not know.
Bloodbird. From the Book of Caesar, Part the Third, by Morgan A. Brown. Up slick mud hills, if I pursued myself, not knowing where my feet have landed me, nor cared to know the destination I've pursued. Crows croak and soldiers grouse. The hillocks stretch as I descend upon the arms that scattered lie. Each foot advancing thereupon retreats, and every arm that glitters in the sun, all mine. The foeman's spear on every side rebuffed is me. My foot, my arm, myself unseats. For I myself am scavenged in abandoned lines. Against the dead we heap in reeking piles, I weigh no thought, nor shall I mourn my death. But then, whilst tearing scraps of armor from stiff limbs, I'll vest myself from death's crude market share, till I new forged and brazen Hobbergen arise. Outside myself, another self looks on. Six regiments the Caesar plunged through Gaul, and six bright eagles rising o'er each bristling line to thrust the courage out of every man. Still I see specters only, each an observed eye. It is the Caesar's promise that the arm which lays most hacks shall earn it bright reward. Sinew explodes to left and right. A ruptured breast unbars a punctured heart. Still charge the foes. And I shall feast on Gull's invincible front lines. A hack I've laid. Two hacks. More hacks. I've slain. My Caesar, I imagine, looking on. Shall he applaud my contributions to the stream that splashed the entrails round advancing feet? Shall I dare hope to lead pansophic Caesar's eye? And I observed swears that it is aloof, for it caresses other forms unseen. But when the Caesar scopes the field's frightful affrays, I am too occupied to be dismayed. Thus I wing fast ahead to commandeer his eye. And when the bearded youth calls for his kin, I hear myself beside him. <laughs> That's my voice. Above, upon a hill now seeming far remote, Ariovistus flies. He's lost the field. And I descend on youths who scream but fear to die. And when the youth no longer cries nor breathes, I land myself beside him, breathing hard. I swear, we could be brothers, countrymen, and kin. But for the fact he here forgotten lies, not I. And who shall mark this nameless field in time? The naked Swaby bravely fight and die. Their general effects his last retreat. Soon shouts storm over a copse bedewed with flesh and gore, as from the dead I extricate myself, and I pursue more gleaming specters in my eye.
I see his feet across the hillock spring, each padding footfall harder than the first, each breath commands a greater fill, but less it sates. I'm sinking. He is sinking. We're both drowned. And I skim o'er the banks adorned with forfeit lives. Full-armored Germans drive into the Rhine, or scramble naked through the shallow banks. Not far, not far. And those beyond my reach in time scramble not wide across, but sink or float. Soon I am wading through a spectral stream, red-dyed. And I have wretched, swishing through shallows drear, swirling Posca with thighs and carnadine. And I have hurled my stomach to the rancid seas, as children might cast stones to trump their peers. So I unbar myself and thresh through my insides. The foeman Ariovistus hath escaped, but Caesar is not overly concerned. We've caged two of his wives. They'll pay their husband's debt, with two more daughters to dole out what's lacked. Ere I observe the specters fusing in my eyes. By turns we pay the foeman's horrid debt, by turns we thrust, by turns we peck at spoils. Each peck is one more hack, one ghastly hack to boast, and one more insult to the vanquished host. And I think madly as I feast, avoid her eyes. From tangled limbs thrown wildly o'er the lawn, I rise, still blindly clutching for myself. Where are my piecemeal armaments? And where shall I go now to nest? I'm weary. I am tired. Then I espy myself in Caesar's roving eye. The feast consumed, the battlefield is cleared. For Caesar hath dispatched his watchful guard. I swore, I saw a mindful glance that shot my way, and winked in an approving sort of way. There I saw my own gaze reflected in his eye. In search of what have I pursued myself? I know not where my feet have landed me. And yet, am I the destination I've pursued? When night draws low, I dream I find myself but I awake to specters every dawn, wide-eyed.
poets are the hero fans of unapprehended inspiration, the mirrors of gigantic shadows which futurity cast upon the present, the words which express what they understand not, the trumpets which sing to battle and feel not what they inspire, the dark, the influence which is moved not but moves. Poets are the unacknowledged legislators of the world. The Dial, a magazine for poetry, philosophy, and religion. This edition of The Dial features music by the following artists. A full track listing can be found in the show notes below. Track number 12. Mav Lost. Voltava by Beatrice Smetana. Courtesy of MuseOpen.org. Soldier's Farewell Fanfare, Montezuma, and the March of Windsor Park by the U.S. Army Old Guard Fife and Drum Corps. Courtesy of the Free Music Archive. Track number 14. Hollow Fox Archery by Bipolaroid. Courtesy of the Free Music Archive. Track number 15. Symphony number no. 7, Beethoven, arrangement for piano by Franz Liszt. The Allegretto Movement, played by Lambus Vesaliadis. Courtesy of MuseOpen.org. Track number 16. Dream, the instrumental, by Chan Y. Fat, courtesy of the Free Music Archive. Track number 17, featuring The Crow, by Chaos, courtesy of the Free Music Archive, as well as Selections from Norwegian Folk Songs and Dances, by Edvard Grieg, played by Papaline, courtesy of museopen.org. <laughs>